Hello everyone, Editing Mode Specs here. There's going to be some visual components to this podcast, so when you hear us talking about stuff such as t-shirts, uh, you might just want to have a look at the YouTube video to see what we're talking about. We do our best to describe it, but if you want the full visual component, it'll be there on YouTube for you. Thanks, bye. Ah, got it. Okay, everybody, I just want to... This this will be to make up for the previous... Who's playing pool and why? <laughs> dum dum. Uh, to make up for the previous podcast experience, we are going to not sound like shit today. That's a lie. Well, that's a problem if Bran's here. That's his gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Mitch. Every time something excites him, he has to slap a table. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck what is that? What the fuck is that noise? <laughs> Background of you, cats, man. What? That sounded like a like a siren or something. Cats, just leave your mic open for a second. Hello, it's me. It's cats. Just me. no, no talking. Just leave the mic open. Peebo. <laughs> is there a siren? What is that? I think it's an alarm. There's just a side wave on like an isol, uh, like on. I have no idea what that is, but I'm. G Hold on, let me put my into like an electronic Faraday cage. Uh, I think a capacitor has just burst in my cheap <laughs> USB audio interface. Nice. <laughs> is that what the Ninor is? Yes, I'm pretty sure it is. Thank you, Beringer. They are the sketchiest company on Earth. <laughs> Hello and welcome. Welcome to Lunchtime, and this is actually, this is a very special podcast, because we've now been doing this for 10 years. Yay! Oh my god. Christ, Oh really? god, no! Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. Ha ha! I just made you all depressed! Ha! 10 more years. I'm joined today by Mike. Uh, yeah, you call it lunchtime, but hey, it's uh, it's like 10 a.m. over here, huh? Hell! <laughs> <laughs> What? Sorry, that's that was attempted Rodney Dangerfield, but it got interrupted by a fucking weird siren noise. They call me lunchtime, it's only 10 a.m. I get no respect, no respect at all. Animich. What's up, guys? Animich here. Bran. I, I, I'm not that excited for this. That's fair. Moog. Uh, I'm still here. Shinty. Yay, hello? Specs. Wee, 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 woo. And Willy Shambler. 
Do you want to talk about gamer t-shirts, seeing as they've just been linked? Yes, I want to talk about gamer t-shirts. Love these gamer t-shirts. Do you want to like just go through them and give them like star ratings? So first, can you t- wh- where did these come from? That's a good question. A long late night conversation that me and Specs and Mitch had almost just, a year ago. <laughs> we just fucking googled pictures of gamer shirts. Maybe because I was talking about the shirts people buy me for Christmas, and they're like this. But these are these are next level. Yeah, people have like a surface level idea and understanding of, oh, he likes gaming, he'll like this gamer t-shirt. <laughs> you just don't understand how deep I am as a person, aunt. Let's let's go through them in order, because I think we found all of the worst ones when we were doing this. So the first one we've got is, sorry, this girl is already taken by a smoking hot gamer. On a male model, too. On a male model. <laughs> I think I would wear that, ironically. I would absolutely wear this, definitely. I wouldn't. Shiny Wooly, would you wear this? No. I would not wear this, because I don't like that shade of pink. If it was pastel, maybe. <laughs> Do you think anyone has ever bought this for themselves? I really hope so. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, yeah, no, they have like a good sense of humor because, like, I, I only wear t-shirts like at the gym, and that'd be a pretty, that's, you know, that'd be a pretty good peacocking move at the gym. Rest of the time, you wear a sort of fashionable lumberjack-style shirt, I imagine. Uh, most yeah, it is a lot of button downs, and there's I'm looking over. There's quite a bit of flannel. I was just assuming that Mike didn't wear clothes unless he was at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> the next one's just generic, so I don't care about it. I do want to say about this next one that I do find it interesting that they so it says watch anime, play video games, eat food, but they haven't <laughs> even gone with any kind of me- memeified food type like pizza or like they've got a picture of a donut. But they just said food generically. Which I think is an interesting choice. That's quite funny. A lot of people I know eat food. Yeah, everyone eats food. Wow, so relatable. Well, no, it's like, you know, your aunt is in the GameStop and she's like, oh, you know, my niece and or nephew, they eat food. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We got Toda, which is just Yoda in a Toad costume. You know I'd wear this. I do like it. Five out of five, (laughs) I I would wear the Toda shirt. I'd wear this in a fucking second. Absolutely. Absolutely. Whoa! I'm not a player, I'm a gamer. Players get chicks, I get bullied at school. <laughs> Best one. Jesus Christ. This is my favorite this is one, yeah. actually good. Yeah, five out of five. I love how the bullied at school part is like <laughs> different a, a font. different font. <laughs> like it's been inserted in. It. It's also got a picture of Sonic pointing upwards on it, <laughs> which is great. I think I would actually wear this shirt, honestly. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I could see myself wear this. It works if you're an adult who's no longer in school. Imagine the power move of wearing this to school, though. I, I think a very self-aware child. No, that, that just feels a little self-pitying if you're like a teenager. I don't know. I think that's kind of funny. I'm not gay, but $20 is $20. Fortnite. I, I feel like this is an extra knockoff one because I I guarantee there are thousands of different I'm not gay, but $20 is $20, yeah. like taking up the entire graphic. It's no longer original. It's... Yeah, that's like a bumper sticker you get at the beach. It's got a dab on it. I like that there's a dabbing Fortnite character, but I don't know why it was necessary. Like, it's just to sell it to Fortnite kids. I think this may have been constructed by a machine that yeah. just takes images yeah. off the oh, internet yeah. and prints them onto t-shirts. This looks like an AI. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like that that weird, like, Sonic primary colors backpack that says Obama. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. 
I want to read the next one, which says, I can't keep calm. I'm a gamer. And it's in the keep calm and carry on style <laughs> that was popular like 15 years ago. I have always hated this. Yes. Has always annoyed me. Thank you for letting me know. I will put that away for future reference. <laughs> no. I like the I'm not a god, but as a gamer, I'm pretty damn close to it one. Yeah, that's bleak. Don't piss me off. I'm close to leveling up and you look like just enough experience. Oh. Oh, that's, a, that's a classic one. Very common. You quite often see people wearing this shirt out in real life. Yeah, I've and seen this it's in real life. awful. This is perhaps the worst gamer shirt, I think. And people say gamers aren't violent people. MD got me a shirt that's like just like this that I use as a sleep shirt. <laughs> no, he's a horrible man. What if there's a fire alarm and you have to exit the building wearing your don't piss me off, I'm close to leveling up and you look like just enough XP t-shirt? Oh no, the one he got me is I don't get older, I level up, which is like the same. <laughs> oh my god. The next one we've got on the list is I'm a gamer not because I don't have a life, but because I choose to have many, which is just as bad. Classic. Yeah, one out of five. That's like the holy trinity. <laughs> Isn't that from, like, there, there was that really, like, cringy fucking, fucking, like, uh, I don't know if it was a video essay. I know I've seen it as the, like, copy pasta, but, like, the guy's just going on about, like, all of his different lives and experiences as Commander Shepard and shit like that. Is this, like, Tim Buckley? <sighs> it's Tim Buckley tier. Well, this is like Etsy store t-shirt so they're gonna have just stolen everything no original ideas are on that website yeah I remember a lot of these around when Skyrim came out mm, yeah my favorite so far is the <laughs> is the one that looks like it it should belong to like a uh, a birthday card it's the yellow shirt above I'm not a god yeah yeah it's a little gamepad shaking its fist at a book of homework. Oh. And the the gamepad says, nobody can stand you. I like it because it's <laughs> so fucking lame. It's a, it's a kid's shirt, though. It's a kid's shirt. Like, it's not even for adult gamers. When I was a kid, shirts like these, like, especially the ones surrounding, like, homework were, like, all the rage. <laughs> when I was a child, they just made people wear burlap sacks. There's another anime shirt. If it doesn't have to do with anime, video games, or food, then I don't care. It's still just food Why is it again. Just food? Yeah, there's a theme. Food. Yeah, no, like food. They're not even talking like well, mozzarella sticks or uh, uh, bacon. You know, some some you know epic internet dork snack. Uh, yeah. The one I like, uh, the one that leaped out at me was Days Since Epic Gamer Moment Zero, which to I me just reads as, one. yeah, to me just reads as like you say like a lot of slurs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you just got like a collection of shirts with a different number on them though. <laughs> Having to change out of your shirt mid-sentence after another epithet slips out. You just keep them with you. <laughs> no, it's Velcro. You just rip them off. Yeah, I'm a gamer. I love my wife's black son. That's a great one. <laughs> yeah, I'm a gamer. My wife left me. It's also fantastic. This is all the ones with like the letters down the side spelling something out. You've also <laughs> yes. got good at making extremely hot girls come. <laughs> Just like the R in girls highlighted. <laughs> If you can read this, I was forced to put my controller down and re-enter society. Ugh. Ha, gamers are shut-ins, ha. Oh, this, uh, this one applies to me, because I am a gamer uncle, and I am like a lot of uncles, but I am much cooler. Gunkle. Gunkle. Cool gunkle. I like the simplicity of I'm shit at Call of Duty. Yeah, I get behind that. Yeah, that's pretty solid.
I would wear that because you know what? I am shit at Call of Duty. And I think I could I think I could get this for a few different games and I'd be happy to wear it. Putting happy Pepe on anything on a baby, I think, is a crime. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love it. A little gamer. Yeah, it's just wrong, isn't it? This baby is racist. It's got a little GameCube controller as well, which is not a good controller to be holding if you're underage. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> That's a woman's shirt, by the way, not a baby shirt. What? It's not a wait. What? What? It's a woman's shirt, not a baby shirt. No, that's a baby shirt. Then why is the bottom tied sexily in the knot? <laughs> so why can't you be normal? <laughs> you hear that sound, bitch? That's the police coming to arrest me. Mistakenly. Moving on. I like the Peach and Mario in a wedding suit and it says game over. That's a classic one. I hate my wife. Yeah, I got Wi-Fi. A wife I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I hate all shirts that are like a babe, like a pregnant belly themed. I hate them. And this one, which is player three. That's just because you hate pregnancy. No, I just hate fucking gimmicky clothing that exists only to be thrown away. Yeah, I was going to say, what are you going to do after your pregnancy? Just have another baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have another baby so I can use the shirt again. No, but then that's going to be player four. So you can't do that. Referring to your baby with the wrong player number. Will you kill the old baby? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus saves at every checkpoint. <laughs> yeah, the, the the distinctly Christian undertones of some of these have got on. Yeah. Yeah, the intersection of uh, Christian and gamer and anime is very fascinating to me. Excuse you, that gave us the U Testament. You think you have bad lag? It took Jesus three days to respawn. Love that one. <laughs> Love that one. Oh, that's also been around forever. <laughs> I'd, I'd wear that. What the fuck is this epic gamer grandma one? <laughs> Yeah, that was great. Oh, I love it. <laughs> There's one that's just, I caved my sister's head in with a big rock. Yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 All right, still a better ending than Mass Effect 3 and it's pointing down into the crotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's pretty uh, good. That's nice, I like that. But, uh, I, don't, but I don't get the joke. <laughs> That, like, when he fucking nuts, <laughs> like, it's better than the end of Mass Effect oh, 3. Oh, it's a nut Because you only, got, you only got one choice, and it's and it's going all over. Mm. Ending of Mass Effect 3 or come? Mm. Ending of Mass Effect 3 or come? Mm. I hate any shirt that's, like, got, like, a description of the shirt as if it was a pickup from a video game. Like, I don't mind that. That's cute. The, the, the Skyrim, Skyrim one, one, I kind of like it. I kind of like that one. Like, it's got the stats of the shirt. That's not... No, I, I don't mind that. I think the Skyrim one was okay. I hate the fucking gaming nutrition facts one. Oh, yeah. 9,001% epic. <laughs> it's over 9,000, everyone. <laughs> it's got over 9,000. It's got the fucking elite number as one, well. 1,337%. I hate this shit. Just scroll down to a baby shirt that says Fortnite is my boyfriend. <laughs> oh, you skipped over Fortnite build that wall, though. <laughs> I did skip over Fortnite build that wall. Is that Trump as the eye? Oh, no, it is. Oh, we've come to the area where Mario's smoking weed now as well. What the fuck? <laughs> Why is Mario smoking weed? But of course, there's Mario selling shrooms out of his shirt as well. Well, I have one last thing on this topic. Uh, this is the website for a custom printing 
t-shirt store that's just down the road from me and this is their gaming section okay so i can go out right now and buy them which one do you like the most of oh my god the fact that the first one is a fucking hitler minecraft oh my god the bottom of the barrel stuff what the f Oh, I like the Minecraft Hitler, actually. That's quite... I mean, that would be awful to wear, but I like the concept of the joke. I'm not sure if I do. I'm not sure if I do. Like, some of these some of these are okay, and some of them are just very, very, very bad. Yeah, Blanca Electric Company is okay. Like, Shinra Electric Power Company? What? Why is... Why is Pac-Man driving the mystery machine in this? Because it's hunting ghosts. Fight ghosts. Yeah, ghosts. But why Pac-Man? Because he eats the ghosts. Because he eats the ghosts. Is that, is that the only... So it's a pun on one level. Well, Pac-Man only has one level. <laughs> That's a pun. That's a pun. You know, Mitch, what you've just said is a better joke than any shirt on here, but especially Minecraft. All right, I'll make a shirt that says Pac-Man has one level and I'll sell it. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to pre-order a Pac-Man has one level shirt, you can go to www.patreon.com forward slash Mitch's butthole. I think I do have a... Patreon. Yeah, he does have a Patreon. I, ha <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> Next section is Graham, the crash test dummy. Uh, someone has designed the perfect human being for surviving car crashes, and uh, it looks like this. They named him Graham. <laughs> So if you don't have a video right now, Graham is basically just a flattened man. He's got like extra rib cage outside of his original rib cage, and he looks a bit like a Goomba uh, headwise. He's got extra layers of bone. His knees are a ball joint. <laughs> He's got like an extra ankle behind his primary ankle. It looks like he has like fucking ten nipples. That's because he's got airbags between his ribs. The fuck? Meet Graham, the carproof man. So by carproof, do we mean like he just wouldn't die, or would he be like unharmed? Oh, he's invincible. He's completely unstoppable, unkillable. <laughs> I like how uh, uh, whoever did like the the rendering for this like really wanted this to be a resume builder, so they went they went pretty ham with like the body hair and stuff. Yeah, they did. They tried real hard. No, that body hair is aerodynamic. That's. I want to understand the survivalist reasons to have extra nipples as well as the airbag. Oh, they're just for feeding your young. Oh, okay. You have more babies, they'll survive. It's like the, the half rule, because like mammals, their litters will be like half the number of nipples that they have. But this is generated in order to create something that will survive a car crash. Yeah, and part of the idea of surviving a car crash is that he has to reproduce asexually, and then he has 12 children from an egg. Maybe the premise is that if you have this many babies latched onto your front when you crash the car, they'll take the impact for you. Ooh, good shout. <laughs> And his ears are just, like, holes. <laughs> That's how they can't get torn off. People don't need ears. It's a common misconception. You don't need them. Wait, I think they've actually 3D printed Graham. Hold on. No way. Oh my god. No. They have actually made a model of Graham. There's, like, a reveal video here. Your new Graham just dropped. Oh, wow, wow. Okay, so, yeah, it wasn't just the, uh, the modelers. They just, they just wanted to, they wanted a hairy Graham. 
I think it's good, actually. I think it's good. I bet there's a museum you can go to that has this man in it, like a car museum. One day we'll make the pilgrimage and we'll leave this man opinion. <laughs> I really hope that someone had to do, like, um, evolutionary modelling for Graham, to like, starting with a regular human and then just gradually, like, getting a stronger and stronger human. Of course, if you're talking about, you know, evolutionary optimizations, why not just, um, why not just make him a centaur? That way we don't need a car. Oh my god, the hair on Graham is real human hair. It gets stitched onto his latex skin by hand. <gasps> Gross. <laughs> the future humans will have latex skin and they'll all have all their hair stitched on by hand. <laughs> That's kind of cool, you know, because it's like, uh, it's like you know, you're balding and you can just get more hair stitched on. I mean, I guess that's what they do now. It's very painful. It was just the wind then. Um, we probably can't continue before we talk about, um, this, can we? Yes! Yes! Oh, oh, yes! Oh, yes. Oh, Let's yeah. talk yeah. about this. Final Fantasy Porn interrupts Italian Senate Zoom event. Oh, baby. Uh, a video of Tifa Lockhart from Final Fantasy VII having sex appeared on the screen during an event full of politicians and academics. Who did it? I, d I don't know. I think it was just some hacker, right? Someone who obtained a Zoom link, presumably, to the Senate meeting. Yes, the Zoom link for the call was just posted by, I shit you not, the person who was in charge of security for the Italian Senate. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh <laughs> See, I hadn't actually looked into this at all, and I was hoping that like someone was like dossing off during the meeting and accidentally broadcasted <laughs> what they were looking at. So I'm kind screen. of disappointed. Yeah, exactly. I was kind better. of disappointed that it was like someone crashing into it rather than like someone accidentally screen sharing that they were watching porn. How many Italian senators do you think could recognize Tifa? That's the question. <laughs> Not uh, zero. Zero. Definitely zero. Yeah, yeah. How many Italian senators do you think recognize Tifa now? <laughs> oh, no. Wasn't there a time where if you typed in Italian senators into Google, it would show like all of their profiles, but also have Tifa there as long with them? Oh, beautiful. I hope so. Does this make Tifa like officially the mascot for gaming in Italy? No, it, it makes Tifa an official member of the Italian Senate. Yes. Perfect. That's all you gotta do. You just gotta get fucking railed during a Zoom meeting. Yeah. <laughs> it's Italy. That is how this works. <laughs> For those who are deaf listening to the podcast, this is the pizza theme from Spider-Man 2 on the PlayStation 2, but in a Final Fantasy sound font. It is actually a song as well. It's not just from Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's And you know what? It's really funny. Every time I hear it, I think, ha Italians are real. I can't believe they listen to this. <laughs> 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 You know, I told Chris Rimmer the other day that uh, Mario's not Italian anymore. He's real now. He's, He's normal now. now. He's a regular person now. <laughs> Sony has filed for a patent that would let viewers of streams vote or pay to remove players from games. Yes, purely for the chaos element of this. I love it. I think it's a great idea. Just fuel the drama. I don't think anyone should have to pay for anything. You think it would be a good idea just to be able to vote to kick someone from the game, a game you're not even playing, yes! that you're just watching. So my viewers, is this just like, like on Twitch? I don't play multiplayer games, but I love 
controversy and drama. So this is the best way for me to get involved. Well, here's the question. Are they only able to kick the streamer themselves? No. Or if it's like, okay, so if the streamer is just like mad at some guy and, and like the like people can vote to kick some guy who's not even streaming? Yeah. Yes. You could just kick anyone. Well, it's a pattern, not like anything that's been actually implemented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's not been implemented, but it's such a ridiculous concept of just like, oh, we don't want that person in the game anymore. Like, what if it's someone who's beating your favorite streamer? Just be like, haha, we will vote to kick the, the people who are winning. <laughs> what was that patent where you had to say the brand name in order to turn the ad off? McDonald's! Was that Sony as well, or was yes. that someone else? I think it was Sony, It was definitely yeah. Sony. What the fuck, Sony? Where do you have just some absolutely psychotic person just trying to come up with like discount black mirror ideas? Yeah, Sony are the good guys, they're making these patents so no one else can do them and <laughs> they sit on them. I wish they would do them. You're a fucking accelerationist. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to scream McDonald's for us to port Bloodborne to PC. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing of just like, yeah, being able to vote or to pay to, to kick someone who like is pissing off your favorite streamer is it is like an ideological thing because. There are there's a certain like subset of people who believe like if I can muster up enough money, I should be able to buy or do anything. It's like when um, I think it became a big thing when reality TV started taking off. You could vote who you wanted to keep and that's been ingrained in society. So now, so long as enough people complain about this thing that they don't like, then it will go away. Yeah, it's like it's it's not anymore. It's like, uh, oh, oh, well, there's just something I don't like. And I can just move on with my life because guess what? I'm not going to like everything. It's like, no, I I need to be able to vote with my wallet to change something that I don't like into something I do. Like regardless of, of the creator's intent, anything else. Well, not even something I do like, just I don't want to see this anymore. Well, no, I mean, because because like the other person is playing the game. I mean, yes, I guess you as the audience are just watching it. But like, no, somebody else is just sitting there playing a video game. And like all of a sudden you get kicked out because... You know, what's his face on Twitch? Uh, like, has like a fucking mob go after you? Yeah, I have no interest in a discussion of the ethics of banning people from online. I simply do not agree with the fact that Sony is apparently just gonna try and skim money off the whole process. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that. Well, and that they're anticipating that is is really the uh, the kind of darker omen. What they should have anticipated is NFTs. Ooh. Gonna fucking jump out my fucking window. NFTs nuts. I don't get it. Uh, testicles. NFTs are bad. Moving on. Oh, I thought that was a segue. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it was a segue into NFTs are bad. So I thought there was more stupid NFT news. No. I mean, we could talk about how loads of companies keep saying, oh, we're going to go into the NFT space and then instantly get like Twitter mobbed and go, oh, no, we're not actually going to do that now because you've all said it's a bad idea. We'll get to the point where uh, an NFT will be announced and cancelled within a single tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I think everything that can be said about NFTs has already been said about them. Yeah. Yeah. Like at this point, if you're if you're still like really into the idea of NFTs and you think that you think that they're not just valueless pollution things, then nothing I say is going to convince you that they aren't. So true. Or are. I forget which way around it is. In more Italian news, the Pope has been listening to Megalovania. <laughs> he loves it. He loves it. <laughs> Insert Megalovania here. Editing specs. Do 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 do. Yeah, the Pope's listening to Megalovania. What about it? 
Um, I'd just like to say that the Pope is clearly an Undertale fan. He owns a copy of Undertale. He listens to Undertale in his free time while people are performing clown shows for him. I don't think that was his free time. I think that's him being told you are going to this thing. God, imagine being paid to listen to Undertale music. I'd love that. The most remarkable thing to me wasn't that Megalovania was being played in front of the Pope. It's that the performance was so awful. Was it bad? Yeah, this is what they put in front of the Pope. The juggling was awful. Yeah, no, I'm watching it right now. There's, Yeah, it's just like juggling and a guy on like a unicycle and like shitty costumes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I don't go to work and then just have to fucking sit there in a big ornate chair while people juggle and play music for me. If that's your idea of a shit day at work, I got news for you, pal. Yeah. I like how the Pope was just sort of sat in the middle of the stage while all the performers were off to, like, the very side of the stage. Also weird. Look, it is known that if you're watching that video, you're there for the Pope. It's like a streamer, but in real life. Yeah, it's like the Pope reacts to Megalovania clowns. <laughs> <laughs> All future popes need to start doing reaction videos. Pope reacts. I don't mean to pick hairs or anything, but they're not juggling. They're bouncing the balls on the floor and catching them. That's not juggling. Is this just like some random circus? What was like the context here? I wonder if Toby Fox got paid any royalties for them <laughs> using his music. Like Toby Fox, he's probably got enough money. He's, he's got enough. Yeah, he's probably fine. He probably doesn't care. Doesn't have pope money though, does he? Not many people have Pope money. You need all that money to pay for lawyers for hush money to hush all of the, you know, stories about nonsing in the church that you own. I, I'm going to refer back to an episode we did called Sexy Pope Shoes, where I think the video was taken down from YouTube for us calling the Pope a pedophile or a pedophile enabler. So I'm going to wait and see if this one gets taken down from YouTube as well. We'll see. We'll see. I have another comment about this as well. If you're going to be like a group of circus people coming to perform for the Pope, your outfits need to be at least as extravagant as the guards, <laughs> if not more so. Yeah, True. absolutely. Yeah, the guards look more like circus performers yeah the guards are much more like eye-catching mm -hmm. just because that's their uniform and then all these fucking boring people off to the side like try harder you know what you're going to be standing next to you know what you're going to be performing with and you've just got these boring like footballs not even decorated the effort here is so close to zero that it may as well be there you don't out peacock the pope's entourage that's a felony you have to I'm surprised they didn't come up with like color coded like custom masks for the fucking Pope's guards. Yeah. You know, you're 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 losing it, you're holy nonce. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, look at the framing at uh twenty-three seconds. Um at just like yeah, this this elaborate sculpture. The Varangian guards standing there. They're just looking over regarding like it's just like, yes, yes, yeah, here is here's some shit. The, they didn't even point him towards them, so he has to like turn himself around and crane them. <laughs> yeah, again, while like this impressionistic like Christ rising from the grave, like 30-foot sculpture is behind him. Is that supposed to be Christ? I thought it was demons. It's some demon of Slanesh. What, what is it? They're the creatures that the Pope has vanquished, yeah. encapsulated <laughs> in time, and forced to listen to a crappy rendition of Megalovania. Uh, Mitch, do you want to do your game? Oh, okay. I'll need to break you up into teams. Uh, Mike, Bran, Catsman, Moogs versus Shiny Specs and Wally. I'll need someone to be nominated as team captain. 
I'm the captain. I'm the captain now. I nominate cats. I'll be captain of this team, and I'll be a, it'll be a fucking travesty like the time I was captain in Captain Sonar. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the game where people discovered that I don't I don't know you the don't difference know between east and west. And west. <laughs> Every time someone asks me what east and west is, I have to recite a little rhyme in my head. <laughs> and you still get it wrong. The first is uh, will be uh, just some questions I got for you guys. They're rapid fire, so we'll go from one team to the other team. Uh, if the first team gets it wrong, I guess we can pass it to the second one. Anyway, Mike, Bran, Katz, Moogle, here's your first question. What are Sonic the Hedgehog and Shadow the Hedgehog? Hedgehogs. Wrong, they're Sega video games. <laughs> Shiny, Specs, Wooly. In the game Chaos Legion, the main character uses legions named after feelings, wrath, guilt, and exploding turtles. But who has depression? Mitch. Correct! Yes, I got it! <laughs> team one, your team one. Mike, Bran, Casper, Moogle, your team one. Okay. His world, live and learn, and city escape are from what video game franchise? Sonic the Hedgehog. Incorrect, it's Smash Brothers. <laughs> team two, what color is Dante's hair? Uh, black. black. Incorrect, unknown, he wears a helmet in Dante's Inferno. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> team one, what is the name of the peripheral that worked with Tony Hawk's ride? Uh, Hitachi Magic Wand. Incorrect, it never worked. <laughs> uh, team two. Solid and liquid are what kind of animal? Uh, states of being. Correct! Yeah! <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Team one. <laughs> what would make Lawyer Guy more fun to play? Uh, a, a, a katana. katana. No, if you were playing X4. <laughs> Team two. How many Soulsborne games have been released? None. I'll give you that one. <laughs> They're all the same, so it's technically one. <laughs> Team one. Fireman, Iceman, Oil Man and Snake Men are all what? Men. Incorrect, they're professions. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Team two, name a person on any FIFA cover. Ronaldo. Incorrect, footballers are not people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even try. I don't know what this one means, I'll read it anyway. <laughs> Team one, Solid Snake says war hasn't changed. What else does he say? That's no good. Correct. <laughs> He says that's no good. What? Team two. In Star Wars Republic Commando, what weapons do they use? Um, uh, wrist rockets. Incorrect. They use uncivilized weapons. <laughs> that's a good one. Team one. Name the three solutions to the puzzle. Pick up the can. Don't pick up that can. Don't pick up the can. Uninstall uh, Half-Life. Play the superior game Doom 3 instead. Yeah, final answer. That you, You've given me two. Oh, pick up the can. Pick up the can, don't pick up the can, uninstall Half-Life. That's correct. Okay, team two. Black, white, yellow, blue, green, and red are all what? Races. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're all buttons on an Xbox controller. <laughs> Team one, in Ape Escape, how many monkeys do you need to catch in the first stage? Zero. I'll give you that. They're apes, not monkeys. <laughs> Team two, what is the name of the protagonist in Ninja Gaiden? <laughs> there isn't one because it's pronounced Ninja Gaiden. Well, what's the name of the protagonist in Ninja Gaiden? Ryu Hayabusa. Incorrect. He's Gay Dan. <laughs> <laughs> that sucked. I liked it. Team one, what is Crystal in Dinosaur Planet? Pretty thick, though. Yeah, well, I'm giving it to them because you fucking yelled. It's not your turn, Specs. Specs! <laughs> Let's go, Specs. I can't control myself. <laughs> team two, 
What is Fox in Dinosaur Planet? A furry. That's not you. A furry. Inc well, he's Saber Wolf in it. Oh, I'm sorry, I have to uh, accept Woolly's answer first, which was incorrect. Was my answer correct? No. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Team one. What third-person action game is named after a felony? Uh, Grand Theft Larceny. Incorrect. It's Simpsons Hit and Run. Ah. <laughs> Team two. What game are you most likely to use the Mega Buster? Uh... Dead Rising. Was it right? It was right. Yeah, he shouted so loud, he peeked out and didn't, okay. <laughs> didn't come in. I did yell really loud. Theme one. Uh, quickly, how many Fallout games are there? None. Incorrect. 76. <laughs> <laughs> T2. What were the three nukes America hit Japan with? I thought there were only two. Hiroshima, Nagasaki. Fat Man, Little Boy, and... And what's the joke one? Fat Man, Little Boy, and... Uh, fat Princess. No, it's uh, Fat Boy, Little Man, and Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> okay. I didn't get it. I get it. Team one, what song plays when you beat a level as Diddy in Donkey Kong Country? Oh, God fucking damn it. No one knows because everyone plays Dixie. I, I know this. Please pass. No, I can't name the song. I pass. Specs. Is it Welcome to the Jungle? Correct. Ah, oh, God damn it. That was an actual question, Mitch. What was that doing in there? Team two, in Dragon Ball, what is Piccolo? Uh, God, they, so he, he starts off as a demon king, but then later is revealed to be an alien, uh, but also, like, he's, he's like, not really a real person because he splits off from Kami, and he's like Station. He's like Station from Bill and Ted. Incorrect. He's a second-generation migrant. <laughs> <laughs> Team 1, who is the secret character in Street Fighter 2? Uh, Shenlong. In Street Fighter 2? Obviously. No, that's not what I got here. It's Akuma. He's not in Street Fighter 2. She's in 2 Turbo, right? He's in 2 Turbo, which is not Street Fighter 2. Okay, what is the secret character in Street Fighter 2 Turbo? Akuma. Correct, but you <laughs> broke Akuma's secret, so I'm not giving you any points. Oh! <laughs> uh, team 2, uh, how does the spirit box work in Phasmophobia? It doesn't. It doesn't. Correct. <laughs> uh, team 1, what is the name of the Sonic Adventure remake on the GameCube? Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg. No. <laughs> Team 2, do you want to steal it? Uh, Sonic Adventure DX Director's Cut. Incorrect. It's Sonic Adventure D's Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not. Team 2, what are the names of the sequels to Deus Ex? Deus Ex I and Deus Ex I I. <laughs> yeah. Incorrect. It's Dos X, Tres X, and Quattro X. <laughs> <laughs> Team 1, in Pokemon, what are psychic types weak to? Here. What was that? Ear. Abuse. Ear? Bran said ear first. Ear. I said fear. It's incorrect. It's damage. <laughs> Team two. What is the name of the tree in Shenmue? Shenmue. Incorrect. That's in Shenmue too. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, team one. What kickstarts the events of Kingdom Hearts? Uh, a weird meeting in an elevator between... Correct! <laughs> Specs. Specifically me. How does Sonic know about the secret rings when they are secret? Because he's got them in hand. <laughs> Correct. Seven <laughs> rings in hand. Seven rings <laughs> in hand. Alright, well done. That's the first round completed. We'll move on to the second round. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. We'll go back and forth between teams again, starting with team one. Uh, this is Lost in Translation. I took a plot of a video game and I fed it through multiple translations coming back to English. 
So, Team 1, here is your first. Redacted is a 1996 platform video game developed by Redacted and published by Sony Computer Entertainment for the PlayStation. The game's premise records the creation of the famous Redacted Animal, erected by the mad scientist Redacted. The story follows a disaster in which she seeks to prevent the planning of the cerebral cortex dominating the world and save her friend Redacted, who is also a female thug. The game is played from a third-person perspective where the camera tracks the redacted but shows the perspective of fast forward and side loading in some levels. Would anyone object if I were to answer Crunch Bandicoot? I, I'm not. guessing it's Crunch Bandicoot. Uh, yeah. 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 Crunch Bandicoot is our answer. Correct, it's Crash Bandicoot. The crystals, crash. The crystals. Team 2, here is your one. Rooted in a mining spaceship attacked by a monster called Redacted, players operate Redacted from a third-party perspective, navigate a spaceship, fight a Redacted enemy, and suffer an increase in mental illness. <laughs> players explore the station grounds through episode-based stories and solve environmental puzzles in finding weapons and equipment to survive. Redacted uses engineering equipment as a weapon. I'm thinking it's Dead Space. Yeah, I was thinking Dead Space as well. Yeah, Dead Space. Final answer? Yep. Yeah. Correct. Team 1. Hell is in the 26th century, and players play the lead role of a great army that uses cybernetics. Redacted is with artificial intelligence. Players fight aliens and search for the secrets of the Hell title in a redacted-shaped simulated world. Redacted shape. So the shape has got something that's... Fuck if I know. Could it be Doom? Hell is in the 26th, 26th century. And there's something that's redacted, which is to do with the shape of the world. Uh, is it Halo? Is it, is it something like Halo? Oh, yeah. Final answer? Final answer. Yeah. Correct, it's Halo. Oh, thank God. Very nice, Moogle. Well done, Moogle. Excellent. Yeah. Team 2. A deserted and desolate area looking for power to revive a girl named Mono. Players play the role of miracles by launching missions that can reuse things. To find and destroy the giant idol, 16 giant creatures scatter on the Forbidden Land and the protagonist- Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, easy. Alright, correct. Uh, team 1. The object of the game is to reach the final line against time. The game world is divided into several stages, each of which ends at a checkpoint, giving you more time to complete the stage. At the end of each stage, a path is allocated, which allows the player to select routes for the last five routes. Floors represent different levels of difficulty, each of which has its own final appearance. Among them, car breaks down and hands over the trophy. Uh, that's outrun. That's outrun. Correct. Last one for Team 2. The game takes place after the humanoid character Racket meets the Crank robot on his home planet, <laughs> Bell. Come on! Crank Rags <laughs> villains have discovered that President Drake is trying to create a new planet and destroy other planets. Crank persuaded Racket to support the mission to support the famous hero, Captain Redacted. I, d I think we go with the remake rather than the original, because I think that's the twist. It's too easy otherwise. Yeah. Is it the... The recent, I think it, what is it, 2020, 2019 remake of Ratchet and Clank? No, it's the first one. Damn! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you played He's yourself. trying to be clever. You played yourself. You played yourself. <laughs> Our final round is going to be a game for the team captains. Uh -huh. I will send them a video game box art cover. 
they will have to describe it to the rest of the team and they will have to it's basically pictionary video game covers okay uh please refrain from saying the name of the title or any characters for instance if i were to give you a copy uh the box art for super metroid you could not say it's samus shooting ripley or ridley well i would say it's metroid shooting ripley can't say the title either and that's in the title you you could say a uh, space marine woman shoots a dragon pterodactyl or something like that okay you'll have 30 seconds to get through as many as possible oh okay so yeah you gotta go all right all right we're just we're just counting on your leadership catchman i don't have any leadership qualities hang on i'm trying to get a timer going stopwatch that's what i need all right stopwatch i sure hope it does (laughs) (laughs) ready go uh, a whip-wielding man menaces a vampire. Castlevania? Castlevania. Correct. Uh, there is a dragon, and he is skateboarding, and all of his friends are here. He's also purple. Uh, Spyro. Uh, Spyro 3? Yes. Uh, there is a uh, sort of sad-looking boy in a horned helmet in front of a windmill. Uh, Ico? Yes. There is an egg wearing a red hat and boxing gloves climbing a vine. Uh, Dizzy. Does he, do we get that? Yeah, you get that. I'm increasing it to a minute, because I got a lot of these. Uh, there is a sort of hulking, large metal man and a small girl. The man has a drill for a hand. Uh, oh, bio oh, yeah, Yes. Yeah. There is a green-clad space marine. Time! One, two, three, four, five. You got five. Good job. Uh, team two. I'm ready. Three, two, one, go. There is a stick figure falling through a hole downwards. Portal. Correct. Uh, a dog underneath the sun in uh, like a Okami. inked. <laughs> Two people running under a windmill. There is a ladder on the right hand side. Yes. Um, you'd think he would usually be pink, but instead he is white. He is floating. Kirby's Dreamland. Yes. <laughs> nice. I thought that one would get you. <laughs> the, imagine the worst drawing you've ever seen. Sonic the Hedgehog. No. <laughs> oh, shit. Amnesia. Amnesia. No, he's not a robot. Um, He is wearing yellow and blue. Mega Man. Yes. Oh, of course. <laughs> time, time, time. What was Shiny giggling at? The last one was Chegger's Party Quiz. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, that's the end of the, the quiz. Uh, So you got one, two, three, four... Five, yeah. Very good, everyone. I feel like my sixth one was harder than their sixth one. Really? I got Chegger's Party Quiz and they got Doom. Excuse me. Chegger's Party Quiz is <laughs> fucking iconic. What in God's name is Chegger's Party Quiz? Oh, you don't want to know. Do not ask that question. <laughs> it's Keith Chegwin. Look, all I'm going to say is, in the UK, we have this we have this concept of national treasure, which is normally like an obnoxious TV personality that won't go away. And in this case, it refers to Sir Keith Chegwin, who got a knighthood. Oh, must be good. That man has a knighthood there. That means he has to fight when the dragons come. Yeah, they just fucking hand those out, though. (laughs) They do. That's the end of the quiz. Uh, Thank you for playing. Thank you, Mitch. Thank you. Who won? Uh, Who wanted to win more? Me. All right, you win. Me, 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 Uh, me, 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 me. Shani said first. Yay, I won. Did you not count up the the, the thing? I don't have time for that. I would like to talk about Hideki Naganuma now. Yes. I love Hideki Naganuma's Twitter. Do you mean Hideki Nyaganuma? Because he is now a cat boy. Well, we'll get on to that, I think. 
Hideki Naganuma uh, has been going crazy on Twitter for about the last five or six years. I did manage to, at one point, pinpoint the exact moment where his mind broke. I think it's sometime in late 2016. Since then, Hideki Naganuma has been tweeting various weird shit, including the fact that he feels like he is a family guy and the fact that he is sexually attracted to Lois from Family Guy. <laughs> What's weird about this? I, we're talking normal thoughts that everybody has. He's also uh, posted tweets such as uh, the fact that he really likes Lugia's pot belly. <laughs> <laughs> Just three days ago, he posted, if your mother is interested in me, let me know. Yep, he's quite often looking for a Twitter girlfriend. He's posted multiple times, stop farting in class in all capital letters. Not retweeting his own things, but just reposting that same one. So who, who the fuck is this person? So this is the guy who did the music for Sega Rally. That's that radio. Or as you would know it, Jet Grind Radio. The Sonic Rush series, he did the soundtrack for Ed Gear, which was an anime, I think. Ryoga Gataku on the PSP, he was involved in the music in that. Talented guy. Okay. He's like the fat boy Slim of Japan. That's a great comparison, yeah. <laughs> he now just tweets weird shit. I think because he's got a strange cult following on Twitter that, that preys his weirdness since he started doing it, he now just tries to be as weird as possible on Twitter. Uh, here's some selected um, tweets uh, from him from the last couple of weeks. Sony has acquired Bungie Inc. If it were me, I'd acquire Estrogen Inc. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Super Mario Shut the Fuck Up was rejected by Nintendo. <laughs> There's a picture attached to it in which Mario's name on the score sheet is Jesus, and he's in World Christ, dude, 1-1. One, one. <laughs> The Minister of Fat Tits is way stronger than the CEO of Boobs. <laughs> I mean, the man learned to basically to speak English just by tweeting, which is amazing. Yeah, it seems like he learns a word of the day and rather than just being like, word of the day is, he will then tweet about it non-stop for the next week in as crass a way as possible. Well, he's also changed his avatar to a cat boy drawing of him. It used to be uh, Peter Griffin. It was Peter Griffin for a while. It was Pepe for a while as well. February 3rd, I am interested in hot moms. On February 11th, uh, there's a big picture of uh, Hillary Clinton with her mouth open, and the tweet is, you are guilty. <laughs> but she's pointing at you. So I don't know if, if if he's imagining himself as as Hillary Clinton or just saying you, you know you know Hillary Clinton is guilty. Every year, in all caps, he replies to his tweet from last year, marking how long ago he left Sega. In all caps, so it was like, "I left Sega 14 years ago," replying to "I left Sega 13 years ago," replying to "I left Sega 12 years ago." <laughs> I'm trying to see how deep this goes. Oh, very deep. He's got one from the 26th of January. I am concerned about the near future of Boris Johnson, Union Jack. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Damn, I love fishing. Hashtag Dill. <laughs> I think this is a great Twitter account, honestly. He's, he's self-aware though. My Twitter is always changing. In the early days, I tweeted about my unimportant daily life and thoughts in Japanese. In the middle, I started answering your questions in English. Then you started sending me memes, and now I just shitpost. <laughs> he knows. 
He's doing it on purpose. He had a big chungus phase. Didn't we all, though? After his family guy phase, he had his big chungus phase. Mm -hmm. And then he had his Among Us phase. Then he had his big chungus Among Us phase. <laughs> Who has been through here? So today's weird wiki is the Hypothetical Tornadoes wiki, which is a friendly community on which you can create your very own tornadoes and tornado outbreaks made completely from your imagination. Excellent. I'll read you some sample tornadoes. The 2025 tornado outbreak was the costliest, deadliest, and most active tornado outbreak on record. Over 300 tornadoes struck the central and southern United States, with several violent tornadoes hitting metropolitan areas across the affected states. 429 tornadoes were recorded in total across 27 states. Around seven of these tornadoes were EF5. April 16th had 3,412 fatalities. These are the most fatalities due to tornadoes in a single day of recorded history. In total, 9,970 people lost their lives, with 290 fatalities due to non-tornadic effects. I'm sorry, is this tornado fanfiction? Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah. What's interesting to me is they've predicted tornadoes of 2022. <laughs> you mean they predicted that 2022 would have tornadoes? They've filled out all the tornadoes that are going to happen this year, all the way through. Yeah. But they don't have, for. there's a small event in March where they don't have a confirmed number of deaths. <laughs> but like, other than that, they've got all of them. Yeah. Well, they're purely hypothetical tornadoes. Yeah. There's two things about this that I find funny. The first is that people seem to be competing to see, you know, whose tornadoes are the worst. <laughs> 2024 super outbreak, 11 days of terror sequence of 2025. I found the March 18th, 2022 Grimsby, England tornado. How many people did that kill? F 51, 102 51. injuries. It's the first ever F5 tornado in UK history and uh, the deadliest tornado in UK history, part of a much smaller localised <laughs> outbreak of tornadoes. Uh, do tornadoes have outbreaks? I don't know anything about tornadoes. Do... Yeah, they're like hiccups, but of the earth. Isn't that an earthquake? Uh, the other really interesting thing about this website is that they became notorious for predicting a real tornado. Okay. Well, you throw enough spaghetti at the wall. And eventually it's going to hit some of the cum that's already stuck there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember for the life of me which of these bajillion fictional tornadoes became real. I can't hide here forever. Did anyone here force themselves to the end of Thief? Uh, no, I, well, I don't think Mike did. I played the tutorial and then handed the controller to Specs and said, this one's <laughs> on you. Mitch? Originally meant to be released in 2006, this game came out in 2008. It was meant to be a, uh... What? Developed by Monolith Soft. It was meant to be, like, a big departure from their traditional JRPGs at the time. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, decided about? to make something that was more, uh... Would appeal more to the American market. Have I lost my goddamn mind? Which is ironic, because the game was never released in America, because Nintendo of America didn't think that the game was... What are you talking about? I'm talking about... Are you talking about Thief? I'm talking about the Book Hub game. God fucking damn it! <laughs> what? What? Did I miss something? You're at a podcast too early, Mitch. But but you Disaster Day of Crisis is next Book Club game. But but you said last episode. <laughs> That's why I'm here. Well, wait. 
what what game did you decide to choose instead? We we played Thief, Mitch. What? Why did you pick that instead? Well, I was bullied into it, Mitch. I thought. I can't believe you're washing your hands of this. Did Did you enjoy it though? Because like I really liked it. No, absolutely no, I, I none of us enjoyed it. It was a it was really, a big no. mistake. But then. But then why did you choose to play it instead of instead of the game? We should have played Disaster Day of Crisis. We should. You were right. Mitch was right. That's all I wanted. Now I'm out. <laughs> should we talk about the stuff we liked about Thief before we talk about... Yeah, because that'll be quicker. ...the gameplay? <laughs> well, how about we, we describe Thief and what it is for those... Originally released in 2008 for the Nintendo Wii... <laughs> 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 so Thief was a game I can't remember what year Someone find the year for 2008 Originally meant to come out in 2006 Please stop 1999 is the original release Thief is a stealth game Slash immersive sim With a load of really clever Core gameplay mechanics That are really ahead in of their theory. time Like In theory Like um, you know being able to You're setting your visibility Based on both light and shadow And sound in And theory. then giving you a load of tools To like manipulate What areas are light And what areas are dark And what areas can be heard And this in Really advanced Like audio model For the time And actually really advanced uh, AI for the time as well For the time yeah Motherfucking work rope arrows and uh that gives way to a load of uh fucking absolutely badly designed levels that do very little to exploit those mechanics to make a fun game out of i'm sorry i'm sorry thief and immersive sim fans i really tried yeah Th hold on hold on there are three levels that use them very well before you give up and bench the game forever they don't work properly though like a lot of the time that like the audio you know how there's the the item to like make well when you use an arrow to like like make them look somewhere else it doesn't work yeah i never got the sonic arrows to work properly the the enemies would just be like huh that clearly came from where player is standing rather than where he shot it to i think I think it had great concepts uh, about the whole, you know, if you walk on a carpeted floor, you make less noise than if you walk on cobblestone. If you shoot a water arrow at a torch, then you can make it darker so guards can't see you very easily. But the problem is, it's it's so like, what's the word? Opaque. It's like, you know, you try and do it and you're like, okay, the guards shouldn't be able to see me from here. And then they're like, what's that over on the other edge of the room? Huh, must be the thief. Yeah, see, I let that kind of shit over the plate in terms of in terms of just like general kind of jank that a lot of games had. Like when it is working, I think like it's it's absolutely excellent. It's just like I think it ran into the problem of a they had a few levels that are specifically designed around the concept. So any of the levels where you're breaking into a manor and have to find like a cool way to get in and you're you're kind of tensely sort of sneaking around and finding secret passages and like hiding bodies and stuff like all of those work really well. The sound yeah. design complements it like yeah. perfectly. I'd say that it's a good it's like a good combination of like planning with a vague map, which I really like. Yes. Yeah. I love the hand-drawn map. You know, you don't have all the answers, but you have a general idea of, like, what the layout of the place is, and you've got to, like, find yourself, and then improvising, like, 
when you work out like where the guards are and what their locations are and where the valuables are and stuff like that. Yeah, no, see, like all of that works. It's just that like and and this was the thing with like a lot of games that 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 tried to have like some kind of like advanced concept. Like they kind of fool around a bunch with with different levels. Like the that last level of this game is is just it's just completely off and like like later on like where they're encouraging combat. It's just like, "No, why are you mm, Yeah, it's not designed. Yeah, the combat is there to punish you. Come on now. Yeah, it's a stupid thing to to build up to, but I think as it, when it's at its best, it is it is doing it's really fucking doing it. It doesn't take long for it to kind of go a little bit off the rails though. Like the first level is when you're you're breaking into the mansion and you're you're stealing shit from that. And that one's cool cuz you have to like go through the sewer system and things like that. Good level. First level of Thief 1 and 2, both very good. I started Teeth 2 to see if it was any better. Yeah, it immediately degrades after that. But then the second level is you're in a zombie mine shaft. Oh yeah, that's fucking shit. I like that one. I like that level. You're trying to break into a prison and like there's you can't turn off the lights in that level. So and there's cobblestone everywhere. You can't use the sand mechanics. You can't use the light mechanics. It's purely based on line of sight. But but to get to the prison, you had to go through the zombie mines and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah you, and then you've got to get back out through the zombie mines while you've got an NPC following you around from what I remember. Depends on what difficulty you're playing it on. I played it on idiot difficulty. That, that just lets you do it, but when he doesn't make you go back out. And then it's Bone Horde, right? After that, which has like no sneaking or stealing, really. You're just, it's like Tomb Raider, but in yeah. first person, which I liked. I actually really liked the Bone Horde level. Yeah, yeah. Down on the Bone Horde, it, like I, I bounced off it at first because I was getting sick of the uh, anthill kind of level design where it's just like, you know, sort of weird carved out roundy sort of rooms and just like tunnels leading in between them, but no real distinguishing features i wasn't a fan in the actual like you know constructed parts of it like the, yeah there i thought that there was like a bunch of cool shit like the uh the kind of like weird puzzles where you're looking at like how the light's shining and stuff yeah like i i, I that level definitely grew on i me. thought it was a good level I think the next level is another mana level that isn't too bad. And then the level after that is breaking into the Thieves Guild, which... Yeah, so this is only in Thieves Gold. Yeah. And it's pretty universally regarded as a negative thing to add. Thieves Guild, like, is absolutely just skip it. Like, it's, it's just... That's where I stopped playing. I, w I got so frustrated because, again, it's got that problem of there's so much light in the level that you can't get rid of that you're basically just having to watch NPC patterns and, like, a lot of the game just felt like trial and error, which I think is a big problem in the stealth genre, is, like, you need to just be sort of state-saving or... Um, uh, or what what a state saves called on a computer? Quick saving. <laughs> Quick saving. Quick saving. What the <laughs> Yeah, I think I really feel like stealth games should not have quick saving, and I say this after I watched my friend Joe quick save about two hundred times to beat one Hitman level. Yeah, because they couldn't stop. They couldn't fight the urge to get a gun and just shoot everyone all the time. Yes, well, me and Shiny played Hitman Blood Money recently as well, and almost all of the same problems we had with Thief were like problems in Blood Money as well, because it was just like, oh, we've hidden bodies in a place where they shouldn't be able to be found. And then enemies would just be like, oh, I'll just path over to this body that you've hidden, like in a perfectly reasonable spot. And just having to save and reload all the time, like... Yeah, like if you get caught in this game, you're fucked. So I totally understand why people quick save all the time. Like 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can't you can't recover from any mistake. So it's like, okay, I just have to fucking start again. You can, but it depends where you are. Like sometimes I found that the failure state I recovered from, I found somewhere good to hide. But sometimes I would be caught and I would just like be in a really narrow corridor where there's just no way to like yeah. get a, a ra- and it's like why put yeah. why put such long narrow corridors with no offshoots and places to hide in a stealth game it doesn't make sense yeah the level design is a lot of the game just seems to be based around the fact that you are going to have to trial and error it and you're going to have to learn all the patterns so like you're never going to be able to do well on a first try and i don't enjoy that in a stealth game really well and i i would say it's a quirk though of of like very early stealth game design i mean this is one of the earliest stealth games so yeah metal gear solid came out before this and in metal gear solid if you had a cut you can fight your way out so yeah you know no, that's true you're a thief not a trained soldier though well in this like like you can i i don't think they had gotten down to uh like the kind of like re-stealthing uh mechanics that later games would have i think one of the things that it's a tough balance to do for like this kind of game because the level design you have this natural tension of you don't know quite what's beyond the next door but at the same way like you need to be able to sort of assess things like like to to sort of observe patterns so that like if you do get caught out like the game can still point at you it's like oh well you could have been looking you know you could have been a little bit more patient and just sort of you know tested things out uh it sucks that you bounced off the thieves guild uh if you had asked me i would have told you to skip that level because the very next one is is actually really fucking awesome uh, i was already kind of after the second manor where things were still kind of a bit too jank for me i was already like kind of planning on chucking it in but then i went on and played thief 2 to see if that was any better and again it's got a really good first level where you like go into a manor there's lots of good places to hide there's ways to distract the guards and stuff and then you play the second level which is all lit by electronic lights so you can't like get rid of them and it's all straight corridors with nothing to hide behind and i was like okay well, I guess I'll just not be able to stealth at all because the enemies can see you from a mile away. Um, so yeah, Thief 2 has all the same problems as Thief 1 and I dropped it at level 3. Uh, you missed out on something. Uh, did anybody get past the Thieves Guild or just skip it? Nah. Nope. No, we all gave up by then. You fucking missed out on on an absolutely fucking like goat fucking level, the sword. Oh like the best level in the game because it is another one of these uh these manor kind of invasion things and the thing about it is as you get deeper into it like this manor gets weirder and weirder like you go into sections of the manor that look almost like kind of like a jungle or you walk into like one hallway and the floor texture is on the ceiling or like you go into a room and you see like a regular door on the ceiling and it just like the rooms keep shifting around and like it, it, it gets weirder and weirder and weirder. And this actually ties into the plot of the game because you think, okay, um, I'm being asked to steal some fancy sword from a rich noble. Turns out later it's like, oh no, the rich noble hired me to do it, you know, himself. But turns out even later that that rich noble was the trickster. He was the woodsy man. Like you're you're walking into this this like escher-esque fucking weird manner that's like the uh the the creation of like this pagan god 
for its time in terms of how like it's presented and how it like kind of reveals itself is is very very cool i thought it connected with the lore really well there was some great uh gameplay thematic kind of connections the the woodsy man the trickster specifically describes the dark project that he's undertaking the name of as, the as kind of snuffing out the lights of humanity uh ushering in a darkness removing these luxuries which is what you as a thief are kind of doing small scale in terms of story and stuff like that very good uh, not to the degree where I'll uh, let like a lot of the later levels and obviously the ones added by Thief Gold over the fucking uh, plate. But yeah, it, it, the, the, the sword is where the actual story and like real like uh, uh, stakes get established. So it sucks that they put the, it's almost like they didn't want them to play it. If they put the thief skill before that, because the thief skill is such a shitty level. I didn't realize there was a story in the game. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a great story. I really like how this game presents its story. Um, it has these little kind of montage scenes uh, before each level where it explains why you're doing the job you're doing. Garrett, the um, character you play as, like, describes how he heard about the job he's going to be doing and, like, you know, who his contacts are and kind of gives you an overview of what you're going to be doing in the level. There's there's this cool sort of like grimy uh, rock track that will play over it. Yeah, like this kind of like trip hoppy sort of stuff. Like very, very like late 90s edgy. Oh God, the aesthetics are coming back to me now. Yeah, it's so fucking cool. Yeah, the, the aesthetic is really good. It's set in a sword and sorcery meets industrial revolution yeah. type of yeah, um, yeah. Setting, setting, which I don't think I've seen done well anywhere else like it's a really cool setting yeah the uh like the the sort of uh you know you have like the generic kind of like a city watch who are sort of the guards but the one of the other de facto police are the are the hammerites and they're these uh religious fanatics yeah who who worship the the builder who drove the the woodsy man the the old god the the trickster away uh, and the trickster kind of representing kind of like a not just uh, not just like a nature and woods, but a kind of like primordial darkness, like a like 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 violence, like pre-civilization uh, uh, depravity. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a nice contrast because because you know you can you can always get away with portraying it's like oh these are the druidic folks and they're in harmony with the world and they're you know they're they're the nice guys and you should like them and not like the technology guys but it, it, it twists that in an interesting way you know it's it's, it's like a, yeah it's a really unique setting it's really cool there is a little bit of magic in the game like some of your weapons are magical like you've got sort of fire arrows and water arrows and you meet some wizards and there's like some ghosts and zombies and stuff yeah you meet wizards but also like the keepers who you're who like trained him are like they they know a basic kind of form of magic like a super old one and their specific thing is is like they they're like the uh the moralists in uh disco elysium like they're they're like whatever must be done to like maintain the status quo but yeah there's there's some great scenes i like the character of garrett himself a constantly reluctant uh protagonist he never has any sort of like soft moments where it's like, oh, he's actually like a nice guy. Like he just stays fucking like 
deeply, deeply cynical. The history of the game is really interesting because it did start out as just like a kind of more generic action-focused RPG, but they decided very early on that the combat they had made for the game was really boring. Uh, and they were like, oh, but the stealth stuff is kind of interesting. So they just like mainlined that. And you can see that in the game if you ever do decide to get your sword out and try fighting people. It's got this very bare bones like sword system where you can block attacks from up directions or sideways directions it's kind of like um skyward sword in that manner or like a like mountain blade or like a like chivalry yeah but it, it's really not very fun and there's no like weight to the the sort of combat there's some great sound effects the sound design is good in the game but it had to be because it's so based around like being able to hear footsteps and stuff so that you know if you're walking on a bad surface and things also also like guard banter whistling like all of those things like have having like a specific gameplay thing let's wrap up the thief discussion here <laughs> i got way more out of this game than, than other people i guess yeah yeah i just you know some games it's good to broaden your horizons but some games just don't don't click with you yeah yeah i think my final thoughts on this are i don't dislike thief i dislike playing thief i think it's a, a great concept and i think it had a cool world that, that, that was designed i didn't enjoy playing it and i think that the stealth genre in general is bad Ooh. yeah uh, after playing a couple of stealth games recently no no i'm just not good at them that's the difference i know people who 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 can do this I bet it's fun if you if you can if you've got the right brain for it. I don't think the game is working with me to make it easy to stealth. And same with Hitman when I played that recently. The thing is, for me, when it comes to playing stealth games, I feel like rationally I should be good at them because I'm very very cautious when I play games and I play things quite slowly and I like assess patterns and stuff like that anyway. But it just seems like every stealth game I've played, where like you either have to be stealth or you fail. That there's just some bullshit things that happen that you can't like avoid a lot of the time that that just makes it more frustrating to play than actually like I don't know rewarding I think yeah yeah I'd agree I feel the same way yeah there needs to be some capacity for like recovering from oh I didn't predict that this was going to happen but it's okay because I can do X Y or Z yeah and Metal Gear is like the only thing that I feel has let me do that with Metal Gear it's too easy to recover. Like I think the the thing of like re-stealthing is is something that like games that that has been a genuine like innovation since then. Like I think with this like they they assume that you're gonna be quick saving, um, and that was like a, that was like a hinge crutch crutch for a lot of uh, PC gaming design. Like a like a, I remember playing through uh, Icewind Dale two with a friend, and like literally the quick save key is Q. And quick load is R. Oh god! Because of how much they they anticipate that. Like some stealth games found ways to design around this. So a couple of the Hitman games specifically said it's like you have like two saves per this level. Yeah. No, I I like games that that with checkpoint systems that will just give you checkpoints at specific places or give you a specific number of checkpoints. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't make me police myself. Yeah. I have no yeah. self control. Because then I think also it means that you can like workshop it and you can like take loads of attempts to figure it out as long as and you can like perfect how to like properly stealth this section and get to the checkpoint and make it like 
But I just, I feel like that is better than just having to default to, I guess I'll save every five seconds just in case. Yeah. I, I feel like the game design doesn't work with me in a way that makes me feel like I'm doing well. It makes me feel like, well, at least I didn't lose all that progress. Mm. Yeah. Like you're progressing in spite of yourself rather than because you've learned or because you're playing well. Yeah. 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 Our next book club game is Disaster Day of Crisis, and I will stream it. Uh, what What is Disaster Day of Crisis supposed to be? It's a fucking light gun shooter? Originally slated for release in 2006, <laughs> it ended up coming up. It was Monolith's attempt to break into the western market but the game was pushed back due to technical limitations and the fact that monolith soft have no worked on a game other than their jrpgs so it was pushed back to 2008 ironically the game never saw a release in america because nintendo of america thought it was shit why is that ironic because it it was meant for the american market oh okay that is ironic but it did come out in europe and australia yeah i've never heard of this game oh it's so good i've only ever heard of it because of mitch i've heard about it from mitch well you two never heard about it because it never released in your country i've i've heard about it as like oh it's the wii shooter that isn't the conduit but it's it's not it's not like a light gun shooter. I thought it was like a third person action game with like on rails sections. It's an everything game. That's right. Rock me, baby. Baby. Rock me, baby. Baby. That's right. I've just I've pushed a mystery button on my audio interface. Does it sound any different? Yes. Yeah, that sounds better. Yeah, it. yeah, that sounds yeah, that sounds actually perfect. It's gone. Oh, shit. Wait, oh, no, wait, wait, wait. It's worse now. <laughs> I I like it. I want to get a sample of that and get that just going as a drone throughout the entire podcast. Yeah, I think it's fitting. I've pushed a different mystery button. What about now? Again, it sounds better now. <laughs> now it's better. Whoa, 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 whoa. It sounds a little different now. It's it's the same button. Now it's a lower octave. <laughs> it has to rev up, but it gets back. It has to rev up. <laughs> Just keep pushing the buttons back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how programming uh, works, but I'm just imagining a field of ones and zeros, and just like a little man made out of ones and zeros, slowly turning a crank to get it warmed up. <laughs> that that is how it works. It's his 5G chip. It's malfunctioned. <laughs> you need a booster cap. It's pronounced 5G crisp. We're British. <laughs> <laughs> This is actually a signal that's been developed that uh, goes into the brains of vaccinated people and instantly kills them. So my question is, why are you all not dead? Hmm? Because it doesn't work. Because mm -hmm. I shut out my vaccine. 
because <laughs> uh, I went I went to the local uh, uh, county registrar and changed my um, changed my uh, party affiliation to Democrat, and so I got the real vaccine. <laughs> You fool. You think I'm the first Wooly Shambler? <laughs> <laughs> I can get vaccinated because that's not real. Uh, hey, Specs, doing a brand accent. What are you doing here? I'm ringing the southern bell. <laughs> <laughs> Hell! What? Sorry, that's, that was attempted Rodney Dangerfield, but it got interrupted by a fucking weird siren noise. <laughs> they call me lunchtime, it's only 10 a.m. I get no respect, no respect at all. Do, what do you think about a Gen Z Rodney Dangerfield reboot? I've been workshopping this. I'd be up for it. <laughs> Could you? I got a gender, a gender I hate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got Wi-Fi, a wife I hate. <laughs> that that wouldn't be brought back for uh, for Gen Z Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, no, they'd have to talk about like a I don't know someone in their polycule. Yeah, I got a polycule, a polycule I hate. Uh... We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. Yeah, no, I I don't know enough polycule terms. I'm 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 too vanilla. Are we talking games that came out last year or games we played last year? I'm gonna be honest. I'm I stopped editing this podcast <laughs> like 20 minutes ago, so <laughs> anything you say is not going in. My Bibli's quest. Bum tickly. Bum tickly. I found out I'm the problem. I started saying queer the right way. <laughs> You know what they say? No. Elaborate. What do they say? He who hesitates is lost. He who he he who is lost hesitates. The more the merrier. Two in the pink, one in the stink. In for a penny, in for a pound. E. Two in the womb, one in the tomb. It's better to be pissed off than pissed on. Are you gonna say? Are you gonna say what they say? Or are you just gonna keep putting your microphone on and not saying anything? <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Ew, ew, ew is what they say. Ew, ew, ew. That is the police. They're coming to take me away for being a gamer. <laughs>